Hello, I'm a longtime listener of the Friends with Benefits podcast. I listen to Chris and Chris every morning, and it has improved my quality of life. I exercise more. I get out into nature. I spend more time with family and friends. I get more sleep. I put them on every night before I go to bed, and they put me right to sleep. I challenge myself to be better than these two. And I also, they make me laugh. They make me cry. It's overall made me a better person. The feeling I get from them can only be described as the way I feel when I touch myself later. Now, what about um, uh, asserting yourself when you get to the counter? Because I've got callers here that want to talk to you, and I need to get to them, but... Uh, in fact, let me go to the first caller right now. Let me get to, let's see, John, John, who was our caller? I'm sorry. Jack in New York. Let me go to Jack in New York, then we'll come back and find out how to assert yourself at the ticket counter. Jack in New York, you're on the air with Anjan Malik. Go ahead, please. Hi. I want to thank you for taking my call. I'm very excited about this topic. Since It was just days ago that I read on a website that a photographer, what he does is he read the letter of the law regarding check-in, checked-in luggage and a photographer discovered that if you check, if you're packing firearms, including starter pistols, he always takes a starter pistol and packs it in with his camera bags. And this way, when he checks it in, he has to declare it at the counter. What they do is they inspect it, they lock it up, and they pay closer attention to it. So this man has never lost a camera. Now, that or is interesting. Stolen ever. Now, I was wondering how legitimate that is and if I could hang my balls on your chin. Uh, you know, I will have to check into it. That's very, very good. I will certainly have to check on it. Um, in a matter of days, we will have it on the flyersrights.org website. Okay. Um, okay, let's move on to, let's see who we got next, John. Richard in Texas. Richard in Texas, you're on with Anja Malik. Go ahead, please. Hey, I'll do, and I want to thank you for taking my call. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, I, I have a follow-up to that question about hanging balls out. I was wondering if I hung my balls out. Oh, wait a minute. Now, wait a second. What are you doing? What are you doing? Please, John, hang up on these idiots, please. Uh, let's go back to Anjum. I am, I am astounded here. I am absolutely astounded. This has never happened before. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats opened up. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich, and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius! And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. Chris, now! 
falls free. He can get in on this. After I beat you and satisfy all the Hulkamaniacs, I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. For the 175th time, we are here for you. You can tell by the smell. Yes, it's an all new episode from the Friends with Benefits Global Broadcasting Headquarters. We're here for our 175th episode, and buddy, uh, the, the 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 Twitter machine teased it. Uh, the going in based purely on the rundown here this might be a top fiver it has the potential to be a top fiver today God, because, I hope so because there's even part of it that I have not shared with you and no no we were texting earlier and I, I told you what I wanted for the show so here here we are and I said leave it to me because we're gonna we're going to a little bit early we're gonna launch something a little early and I got a, I got an announcement with it that I can't wait for you to hear, uh, but we've got a lot to get into today as teased earlier again on the Twitter machine. If you're not following us on Twitter, TN2M Podnet, you're missing out on a lot. First of all, before we get into all of that stuff, I know this is a loaded question, buddy, and you uh -oh. can share as much as you want to, but how are you? <laughs> We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Uh, you know, share as much as you want or as little as you want. But uh, we made it to another Tuesday. That's all. Another Tuesday. Um, so at least there's that. So we made it to another episode. Episode one seven fivered and. Uh, if you if you did follow, if you have followed the uh, the Twitter machine, then you know that it, we have got. I'm officially naming these, by the way, this this mini segment that we have. I'm calling it the gut reaction. Used to just be the gimmick soda test. The gimmick soda. The test. gimmick soda review, and I'm changing the name. It sounds more formal if we have it called the gut reaction and I had heard rumors about this and it is now it is, it is official. Um, it's the new, because you know, Sierra mist is no more. Yeah. Sierra mist is gone. If you, if you're a Sierra mist fan, RIP apologies, but in its place, Rising like the ashes of the phoenix, we have Starry, S-T-A-R-R-Y, Starry Lemon Lime Soda. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's not really like a seasonal gimmick like I usually do, but it's brand new. Figured, what the heck? Let's try this, right? This, it's an unfortunately named drink. I think Starry is a terrible name, by the way. I just want to throw that full name. And this, I don't, I don't. The bottle is okay. It's got like a like a a light green, like a, a almost a pastel kind of green, uh, instead of a you know, like the forest green of Sierra Mist. But we're going to go ahead and do what we always do with, with these gimmick sodas as part of the the gut reaction is I'm going to crack this open. You're going to be able to hear that. Brand new. I've never had this before. On the level, never had this before. So I'm going to crack it open. I'm going to give it a, a taste. And I'm going to give it a score out of 100. And we're going to see how it... How it fares. So we'll get to it. Here we go. This is Starry, the new Pepsi lemon lime beverage. So you'll hear the crack open here. There it is. I was going to say maybe. Okay. There it is. All right. Smell first or just drink? I always ask. Smell. Smell first. Okay. It's like legitimately, it smells like Sprite. Like it smells exactly like Sprite. Yeah. So I, I feel like all they really did was change the name of <laughs> the, of Sierra of the, Mist. Of the brand. Like, yeah. I, d- I don't really understand. I, I didn't think that the world was clamoring for a different lemon lime soda, but here we are. So. Yeah, it smells exactly like Sprite. So here we go. We're going to give it a, a quick taste test, and we'll give it a, a just a a, um, a gut reaction score. So here we go. This is Starry. Um, okay. I can sum up this this uh, taste in two words. Flat Sprite. Oh, that's a bummer. So we're going to go with 59. Okay. It, it's it's not it's not terrible. I mean, I don't hate it, so it's not it's not a real low score, but it's not like it it doesn't it's not a standout at all. It literally tastes like if you pour yourself a cup of Sprite and then you come back a couple hours later, you know, it that's what it tastes like. So um, it's all right, I guess. I mean, I'll, I, I will probably finish the bottle. Um, but I'm, what I'm afraid of, here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid I'm going to drink whatever I'm going to drink through this episode. And then I'm going to cap it back, put it in the fridge and I'm going to forget about it because it was so unremarkable <laughs> that it's just going to sit yeah, in the fridge so forever. Yeah. It's just going to sit forever. Meanwhile, the Kroger brand seltzer water, zero calorie, caffeine free blackberry citrus gets like a 7.9 from me. Ooh. I've had this before, but that's <laughs> uh, a repeat. Well, that, that means, you know, it's good. So. Um, buddy, listen. We have a lot of listeners. We have a lot of listeners who have not who have have not been around for a very long time. Right? 
Like we have a lot of listeners that that have been listening to our show for a couple mm-hmm. of years, but not much that came before that. You know, like they they haven't gone back through the archive for a lot of a lot of stuff. And we're big on contests here. And as a matter of fact, before we get too far, I want to uh, before we get before I introduce a new contest. We're going to go back and um, uh, I will announce the winner of last week's contest because we have, we gave away or we offered up Vet CityCon tickets, right? Yes, sir. Vet CityCon Saturday, March the 11th, 2023, in historic downtown Bowling Green, Kentucky, at the National Corvette Museum. They have uh, a lot of celebrity guests. Uh, it's going to be a, a really fun convention. Uh, there's going to be a costume contest. And uh, they have uh, the guy that played Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. They have um, uh, people from uh, our, our dear friend John Dugan is back. Uh, yeah. So I still have about a month and a half to make a replica drill dough for him to sign. I Not still haven't forgiven that. him for that fucking I, conversation. We we need to, as we get closer to Vet City Gone, we need to regale that story because that's a pretty. Oh, yeah, we absolutely need to. The story of John Dugan and the drill dough. Uh, we will regale that story as we get a little closer because that that shit is scarring. Um, emotionally, not physically. I'm sh- well. Yeah, we'll get into it uh, later. But so he's he's back, which is going to be fun. Uh, we get to catch up with him. Uh, we've got uh, there's actors from House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, it's going to just be a a fun time, and we're going to be there. It's going to be a great time. You can get your tickets online now. Uh, but we gave away. We offered up tickets last week that we said if you replied to one of our episodes wherever we posted it and you gave your best convention story, we would pick one and we would give tickets to Vet CityCon. So we have a winner. There's no drum roll sound effect on this board, unfortunately, I don't think. Uh, Yeah. Go. That's the closest I've got. (laughs) <laughs> so the winner of tickets to vet city con this week's winner uh we have wes wes g i don't want to give away all information oh, yeah. but you you know if you saw the reply it was a great ernie hudson story about ernie hudson having to shake hands with a with someone who didn't wash their hands after they used the bathroom and it's a great <laughs> awkward story hilarious made us laugh so Wes, congratulations you are this week's big winner so there's an applause there, there it is so congratulations we will be following up with you uh more information about tickets your your prize tickets so I know we've been we're saying that we're giving away tickets to Vet City Con. We got several more chances to win. 
Uh, if you go to tn2mshows.com right now, you can sign up for the newsletter. We're giving away a pair of tickets in the January newsletter, which goes out uh, this week, and also the February newsletter, which will go out, obviously, in February. Uh, so we're going to have a pair of tickets in, in each of those that you can win. And all you have to do to win those, it's very easy. All you have to do is just go and sign up. Uh, you go to tn2mshows.com, scroll to the bottom where it says keep in touch. It asks for your name, your email address. You put that in, and what we do is we've, we've already got most of the newsletter filled out. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to pick somebody's name from that list of people who have signed up right before we send it. So you have an, you have another couple days, and you can sign up for it, be entered to win, and we're going to put their name in the newsletter, and uh, you'll get a pair of tickets. So that'll be great. Uh, easiest way to do it. And then if you don't win January, it's okay, because we're still going to give away a pair of tickets in February. So uh, hang tight. There's We still got... And also, not only that, there's still we're going to have still a couple more chances for you to win Vet City Con tickets. But... But... Yes. We got other prizes yes. that we're going to give away starting this week because I asked you last week if we could start a new contest and I know it's a little early we're giving everybody about a month so you can think about it but earlier when I said I feel like a lot of our listeners have heard this show but not any of the other shows that we've done because several years ago. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, in 2017, we did a contest that that was uh, available in the the when we had a the, uh, when we had a Patreon and we offered up the archive of shows. There was a bunch of, of shows in here where we did uh, it. Is, was my favorite contest we ever did. It was the funniest that we ever did. And by God, we're bringing it back this year. Six years later, we are bringing back my favorite contest. It is. Well, let me get the musical cue ready. It is the most embarrassing sexual experience contest. <laughs> oh, and hold on. I, I, I want to go. Uh, I want to hit the machine for a second. I want. I want to hit your pause okay. on this. All right. Because I don't know if you recall this. We got a we got a decent amount of number of uh, listener submissions in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the week you were supposed to say we had listener submissions and read the three stories from John, Julian, and I. You were out. Yes, I was. So right as we're right as we're about to record, and I think we may have already been recording. John just goes, "Well, we're just going to read our own stories," and I just go, "We are." Oh no, 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 no. We we are. Oh. And he goes, "Yeah, sure." Julian had just the craziest one. Mine was thankfully fairly tame and from when i was in high school i'll say that's okay. um 
not super tame, but kind of tame. Um, <laughs> Comparatively, John's. Yeah. Well, we're gonna open up for uh, submissions, not submissives. Submissions, uh, where <laughs> because we have partnered. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm listening. All right, here we go. We have for this year's for the 2023 most embarrassing sexual experience contest we have partnered with i don't know if you've heard of them before but adamandeve.com oh yeah we have a series of coupon codes and discounts that we're giving away to the winners that will give you uh, up to 40, 50, 60% off of certain items, like uh, any, like one item or anything in your, uh, um, in your, in your cart. Plus they're going to throw in a bunch of free gifts and all that stuff. So for those that enter, if you send us a submission, we're going to give you a coupon code. We're going to give the better coupon codes to the people who win because this is, this is my favorite and uh, we're going to start out because we've got a submission already. Oh. That we're going to read this week. I'm going to read you a submission to the 2023 embarrassing sexual experience contest. And you can send yours to iheartstamos at gmail.com. We're going to read them and. Uh, we're giving away all these prizes. So there, there's a ton of prizes. Uh, AdamandEve.com have been great about giving us a bunch of codes to use. So we're going to give everybody, we're going to shoot everybody links uh, that you can get. You know, some of them are like nine, 10 free gifts plus 40% off of your item that you want. Like they, hella deals, man. Hella deals to be had. Oh, so fucking lootly. So we're going to start this week and I've got one for you. If you, if you will, if I may. I'm ready. And Bring see, it on. My Wait, favorite on. part. Let me get the lotion real quick. Yeah, yeah. So if you're at home right now, if you're listening and you're not in a, driving a car, you need to go ahead and get your beach towel out. This is for the beach towel club. <laughs> uh, you get a big old bottle, your your big bottle of Jergens, and you just spread out your beach towel, and you give a couple pumps on the top of the Jergens, and you just turn turn it up because here we go. Uh, my favorite part about this contest was the point where at one point we had a ton of submissions, right? We had a ton of people that had emailed them in. Mm -hmm. And so in order to make it easier for me, I printed them all out and I, I printed this one right there. I printed it out, but I had them all in my car and I was driving like to and fro. Like I printed them out at work so that I could use the work printer and so I had this like I had this stack of these stories and like these the, these emails like I don't want to call them stories because that implies that they're fiction but like these these submissions that people had and I remember there was a point where I was driving and we had just gotten like an ice and a snow the night before and the car in mm -hmm. front of me they didn't clean off their car and the ice on the roof slid off and I had this moment where like I stopped and I was like, if I like if something happens and this car like flips or like I get decapitated by this ice, they're gonna find this stack of papers in my passenger seat. And like I'm not gonna be able to answer where they came from. 
I can't explain this. Uh, so we don't reveal any names on these. These are all uh, completely anonymous, so you don't need to feel like uh, you're you're gonna get you know outed for any of any of these. But we're gonna go ahead and read one. All right. Fire away, baby. It's my favorite. All right. All right. Here we go. The first official entry into the 2020 and we're gonna be reading these at least one a week uh, as long as we keep getting people submitting them uh we'll keep reading them up until valentine's day and then we will vote on which one we think is the best to get the best prize um so but we're gonna read some of these so here we go number one entry number one buddy you said you wanted awkward here we go okay embarrassing sexual experience encounter guys when i was 18 i found out i was adopted you can already sense where this one's going i spent the next few years trying to track down my birth parents it turns out that they were both dead but i did find out i had a twin sister after i exhausted all the leads i could I made the eight-hour drive to visit her the next weekend. We were both really nervous, so we were pounding drinks like it was going out of style. It was winter, and one thing led to another, and I found out she had a hot tub. I blurted out that I had never been in a hot tub before, and she fired it up. I didn't bring a bathing yeah. suit, and she told me that we nope. were family, and I could just go without. Nope. <laughs> you can't get nope. us. Buddy, you want it awkward. She told me to make to make myself to make me feel more comfortable about it. She wouldn't wear her suit either. Nope. <laughs> After getting in and having another couple of drinks, we shared a kiss and a lingering embrace. That night, we made love. In the morning, we were both embarrassed and ashamed of what we'd done. We never talked about it. I left that afternoon. We said we would keep in touch, but we never did. I spent the entire eight-hour drive home beating myself up about it. After a few years, the Christmas, star, the Christmas cards stopped coming. I've never told my wife about the encounter. I considered a big mistake, one that ruined any chance I had of having any kind of relationship with my real sister. Yeah, I feel like if you use the words real sister in the same <laughs> sentence you talk about banging her, yeah, it's probably best you don't have a real relationship that's a, with them. That's a strong first entry. That's coming out of the gate hot. And that's coming out... Oh. That is that is coming out of the gate swinging right there. That is a a strong first entry because that's a pretty embarrassing sexual encounter. God, I love this contest. Yeah, dude, do we have to submit <laughs> stories that are going to be read again? No, no, I've got time? another idea for us. Uh, we need it. We need a third person though to come on the show. And because here's what's going to happen. Like I've got an, I've got another idea that I'll explain that, okay. that, that I'll go over with you off air. Um, 
but we need a third person because it it, it makes it that much better. So yeah, it, in order for it to work, we need a third person for my idea. Um, and it's it's not it's it's not for a few months yet. Uh, we got time. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a good one. It like that one to me is gonna be uh that might top this contest but for right now this one easily far and away my favorite contest that we ever that we've ever done and so we're bringing it back so if you have an embarrassing sexual experience that you want to write to us about write to us at iheartstamos at gmail.com and we will read them and we will vote on who is the number one and just for entering just for sending us something you're going to get a a sweet nice coupon coupon. code yeah sweet coupon code uh from our from our friends at uh, adamandeve.com and they've got a read here that i'm going to read at some point but um we'll get to that uh but they are they are sponsoring this contest this year so big thanks to them and uh, for making this possible. But uh, oh, buddy, buddy, I'm hoping we got some doozies coming. So um, starting out strong, out of the gate, super strong. I love it. Uh, it's 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 good. Sickening. It's you know it's good if it makes you throw up in your mouth a little. So. Good's a word. Yeah. Good is a word. Um, I'm just saying. Uh, we're going to tell some of these stories with our buddy uh, John Dugan at Vet City Con on March 11th. That's how we do it. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about that guy. Uh, I don't it know. Was, him. It... Uh, so, yeah, you can go back and you can find that video because we had a we had a live video from whatever year that was at vet city con and we interviewed like we interviewed him and we interviewed uh steve dash and bobby and cindy brady yeah bobby and cindy brady and um tony moran mm-hmm. and which though the tony moran and steve dash together were amazing that was one of my highlights of of having the show was was getting able to was was being able to to have that experience between them while they were just yelling at each other uh and so john dugan uh grandpa from the original texas chainsaw massacre um terrible movie uh he's he's there with us (laughs) i'm gonna throw that in every time we talk about texas chainsaw massacre terrible movie but so he's he's talking about it and all this stuff. And then he says, oh, yeah, by the way, I was in this other movie. And we're like, all right, tell us about it. Because that was not, like, that movie was not new when he was talking about that. Because I believe that mm-hmm. movie was, like, 2014. And I think we were, at Vet City Con, it was, like, 2016 or 17 at that point. No, this was 18. Was it 18? This was... Yeah, this was 18. Like, it was it was significantly later. Like, that movie was not new. There was no real reason for him to be bringing it up. But he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was in this movie. I don't even really kind of want to give it the attention and give it the name. Like, so I'm just not going to... I'm not even going to say what its name is. But he's like, yeah, I, I played a cop, and um, I got hit with the drill dough. 
and we're like, say what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got hit with the drill dome. We're like, please to explain. Your terminology is confusing. And he says, and the best part is, like, we are all happy, excited. Yeah. When he starts talking about this. Yeah. He's like, yeah. So I play this cop, and, you know, we're uh, like, I'm going to, to, to figure out what's going on. And these guys, like, capture me, and they have this, this exactly like what it sounds like this giant drill with a dildo on it. And boom, that's how I die. And we're like, we got to see this shit. Like, we have to see this. Like, that, that, that's a hell of a buildup to hear the old drill dough. And so we start watching this movie. And it's like six minutes in, and we're already like, this is, this is uncomfortably bad. Yeah. And. Well, and. Sorry, no, go, go uh, ahead, and I'm going to tack on. Yeah. At some point. Uh, so like the, the, cause like the first part is like, it, it's uncomfortable, but you're like, okay, like it's not so far out there for a horror movie. Like we're, we're going to keep going. And then there's like, there's a sequence there, there's like a five or six minute stretch kind of towards the middle. And you just, you just feel gross. Yeah, I mean, at one point, like towards the beginning of the movie, there's just this like awkward torture scene of this naked, thick girl, and you're just like, I mean, and you're being everyone, polite everyone by in the... by saying thick girl. Like she, she uh, was, she was, you know. But but everyone in the room, like me, you, John, Julian, we are all like seasoned horror veterans. Yeah. Like, you know, like violence and, you know, you, like, you know, like you, you think torture, you think like hostile or something like that in the realm of like, you know, this we were leaning more towards hostile, not like the awkward levels of like passion of the Christ. And this was somewhere in between. But um, yeah, it was a bit. Ugh. And so we're like, yeah, there's, there's like a, it, it's like a solid six minutes in the middle. That's just like, you know, that the people that, that wrote, directed, whatever, I mean, I know we want to call them writers because there's not much writing mm-hmm. in this movie, but like the director and all that stuff, like it's, it's, it's one of those things where like the movie's over and it's like written by directed by produced by and it's like all like the same two names like they did every lighting by catering by and so you know it was just like they fell into some money somehow and so they paid not much no not not much at all and they paid so that they could bring girls in to take their clothes off and they could have sex with them on like on screen, you know, like simulated sex with them. Yeah. That was basically like the movie. The only reason that movie was made was for that like six minute stretch. And so we're like, this is like all of us at the same time. We're like, we're just not even going to keep going with this. Like we all feel 
dirty. Well, yeah. Like, you just felt... Like, you felt like you were an accomplice to a crime watching it. Yeah, and so we end up... Because remember, we fast-forwarded to find the Drildo scene. Yeah, yeah, after that, yeah, we're like, all right, we're just going to fast-forward to it, and we're going to... We're just going to get to that part because that will at least be funny. And then, you know, we'll just call it. And we fast forward to it and we get to it and we're like, this is not funny. Yeah, like, you you know, you're expecting something like that to be hilarious, but it's just like. Awkward. Well, like, OK, and here was like, my problem with it. Insanely awkward. Well, he, the, the problem with it was. It's like a giant drill, right? It's not like a like a hand drill. It's like a drill that takes two hands. It looks like it's made out of like a friggin' leaf blower. Yeah. And so the, the there, there's a giant, and it's like three feet long rubber dick on it, right? And so you're like, okay, they're going to go so over the top with this, and it's going to be really funny, and, you know, it's going to be just like they're going to play it more for laughs than they will for anything else because it's absurd. Like I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't know that there's a person on earth that that rubber dick is the right size for. So no, but they, the, 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 the issue was, is they like, they played it legit. Like, like they, they played it serious. Mm -hmm. And so like and it would be if it wasn't played so serious it would be comical because like they shove it in and then they they like they they like rev it up and you're like like when i hear that well like when when someone hears that they're probably like that that sounds hilarious but nope it's not because it's played like i don't care who you are as per like nobody in this world can have that put inside of them and remain in one piece is basically the, the most polite way I can say that. Yeah. And they, they did it where it was like, it just like slides right in. And I'm like, I met John Dugan and I don't think he can take a three foot rubber dick Mm -hmm. in his butt and not split in half. Like physically, but they're like, nope, it just goes right in. And then we, we rotate it. We like, we spin it, we rev it up and like, they play it like, it's like he's being stabbed with a machete in the gut or something. Cause he's just like, and that's it. And it's like, it's not like overplayed. Cause if it was overplayed, it would at least be a little funny and absurd but it's not like it's played for serious. And so then we just, we just turned it off. We were just like, we're never going to talk about this again, but here we are. I can't even remember what we turned on afterwards. I, yeah, I can't but like, it was, uh, I don't even remember, but it was whatever it was. It could have been static and it would have been better than that. And then I found out, I found out they made a second one, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah, they made a sequel for some reason. I didn't I I didn't I don't think I 
did we we didn't watch the second one no um i don't remember i don't think i've even seen i just remember that it does exist and it's horrible um you want to see what the imdb rating is on it uh i looked up the first one the first one has a 2.3 so that's more than it deserves yeah Mm -hmm. 2013 uh yeah 2.3 is what it currently why does it need like co-director 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 like it's it's terrible like it's a it's just a bad movie it's just it's not good uh yeah i don't know can't find the second one which is probably for the best yeah because it's pretty bad uh so yeah i like you you know it's really bad because i don't even want to say its name we're not even going to give you the name of it because it's so <laughs> atrocious i mean you can find it you go to john dugan's imdb it's pretty obvious to find but you're gonna have to actually put in the work and i don't know that many people will so or should no you shouldn't like just just i don't say this often trust us just take our word for it there is no reason to go find this movie just just we watch the bad ones so you don't have to and this is a case where not only do you not have to you just shouldn't you should just you absolutely should not you should just forget it and we'll just move on uh so yeah there's your john dugan drildo story um (laughs) i know i was like we're gonna save that for when it's closer to vet city con i was like screw it we're just gonna talk about it now uh Fuck it. we're just gonna tell you let's just do it we're, we're not good at keeping secrets so uh mm-hmm. yeah so we get to confront him about that again and now see now that's the thing is now we can you know if, if we get a chance to interview him uh we can bring that up and be like hey last time you were here you talked about this movie and it was horrible why would you do that to us and see what happens <laughs> We'll just we'll just see. Still mad at him about that. Yeah, I'm still mad at you for making me watch it. I mean, no, no, no. Don't be mad at me because we were all so excited. We all were. Because we were like, but I'm still gonna. We're I'm going gonna home. We're going back to my apartment. We're gonna watch this movie. It's gonna be great. And it was not crestfallen. That was the word. That I wanted to use, as, along with disgusted, and it takes a lot to get us to turn off a movie, like out of disgust. Yeah, it's got to be a pretty, pretty bad movie, and I think that's, I think that might be the only time I've ever turned off a movie because it was because it made me feel that gross. Because it was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was just, it was super uncomfortable. So, yeah. You ready for the hypothetical question of the week? Obviously. This one's a good one. This one's a bit elaborate. But it's going to be good. 
And I feel like I'm, okay. I'm basically my, my countdown is going to be how quickly you respond and give an answer to this one. All right. Here's <laughs> your scenario. The devil comes to you with an offer. He says, I have a credit card with infinite money on it. And in exchange, all you have to do is write down the name of a specific person that you have met in real life in this right here, Satan's notebook, with your own blood. That person will then drop dead within the next 24 hours. Now, before before you answer, here are the rules of the deal. Number one, this deal will in no way affect whether or not you go to heaven if you believe in in the afterlife and going to heaven. This will not get in the way of of you going to heaven or hell. Like, it does not influence, it doesn't move the, the, the meter at all. Like, this is independent of anything else. Number two, it will only kill the person that it is intended so it won't kill anyone with the same name. Three, it has to be a human's name, meaning you can't write down like, you know, and it has to be a person that you have met in real life. And that person, in within the next 24 hours of having their name written down, will die. Would you take that deal? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? Because that's the only hang up is it has to be somebody that you've met in real life. So it can't be like, you know, you put down like a serial killer, like somebody that's real bad. Like, like you can't like it can't be somebody that you've seen on TV. It can't be, you know, somebody that you've you've heard about. But like you've, it has to be somebody that you have actually in real life met. But you would. Oh, yeah. You want to tell us who it is? It might make me a shitty person, but I but I would. Yeah, it's debatable. It doesn't have any impact on on your afterlife whatsoever. So you would be in the clear either way. I mean, it won't mm-hmm. save you from going to hell, but it won't stop you from going to heaven. I guess um, is the way yeah. to put it. So, like, it, it remains like the the meter remains unmoved. But do you want to tell us who the name is? Should you write down. You don't have to do that. You don't don't, don't feel like you nah, need to I'm do good. that. Don't feel like you need to do that. Um <laughs> I would I would strongly recommend that you don't do that just in case. Because that would be my luck cuz I'd be like, "Oh yeah, it'd be old, you know, Bob Smith over there that I know and then tomorrow something some tragedy would befall Bob Smith and then cops would come calling." Not about that life. So, no, I don't think it makes you a bad person because I I would also do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's infinite money on a credit card, and it, it won't be tied to you because, you know, they're not, you're not going to, you know, like you're not going over there and, like, stabbing them. So, I mean, you'd get away with it, and it's infinite money. Like, it's a ton of money. So, I mean, you'd be set. I feel like my conscience would not get in the for a while. I feel like I would really struggle with it. And yeah, I'd probably like feel like I had to look over my shoulder for the rest of my life that like, you know, is anyone going to write my name? 
Right. Yeah, because you don't know if uh, you don't know if, if if somebody else is is getting that off. That's why you 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 should be nice to everybody that you meet, because you don't want your name written down in Satan's notebook. <laughs> I feel like Satan's notebook needs to be the name of this episode, but season two, episode two, Satan's notebook. <laughs> Absolutely. I season two, episode two. It is, episode yeah. Episode 175. Yep, yep. Season two, episode two, baby. Episode 175. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like that one. I feel like that one's an easy yes. I feel like that one's a. Uh, that one's big time yes. Because I feel like, yeah, you, you would get away with it, even though it would kind of eat at you. But you'd have to just be sure because if it was like a friend that you weren't really like, not even that you had like a falling out, but you kind of like grew apart, but you like, what if they were like, man, I really need to reconnect with them. And then you wrote their name down. Cause you're like, I haven't talked to him in forever. So, you know, who cares? And you write it down and then they're like, I really should get back in touch with him. And then they can't now because of what you did. So you have, you have to choose wisely and it can't it, like it's not gonna be like you know the the you know the 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 bagger at the grocery store that was kind of a dick because you got to write like their whole name down so like you got to know who yeah. they are so it's got to be like somebody who's kind of at at least at one point was like in your life somehow for you know at least a decent amount that you know them so it's that that one's a doozy. That one, that's like we used to ask um, if you had a time because you know like the 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 popular thing is if I you know if you had a time machine you'd go back and you know kill the people that were bad before they got to be bad right people are like oh I'd go and I'd kill you know I'd I'd kill Hitler before he you know rose to power and all that stuff. So we added the wrinkle uh, where I used to work was if you had a time machine and you could go back at any point in time, as many times as you wanted to, with the sole purpose of killing somebody that was like, that was evil, you know, they, like you could go back, but the only way you could use it was to kill people, but you had to kill them when they were a baby. Who who evil throughout history would you kill if you had to kill them when they were a baby? Because you'd have to look at this so, baby as you did it. That'd be no rough. Joke. Have you ever heard the uh, Have you ever heard the joke about like if you could go back in time and kill baby Hitler, would you draw the mustache on first? Oh, and yes, um, of course. Because <laughs> I feel like I, yeah, well, like, I feel like you have to because that would like help kind of disconnect you a little bit from murdering oh, an yeah, infant for sure. Like murdering a, 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 a tiny infant. Um and so yeah, that that's always like the because you have to and you tell people like like realistically, could you talk yourself into murdering a baby knowing that they would grow up to be like an evil person? Still, like they're not an evil person when you are there. Could you bring yourself to do it? 
It's tough. Like it adds a wrinkle because there's a bunch of people that are like, oh I'll, yeah, I I'll totally ask, would. Yeah. I'll ask an even darker one. All right, let's do this. If there were moments you could go back to and talk to your past self, would you go back in time and murder random babies to give yourself advice? <laughs> so like, so okay, so the prompt is let, let me let me let me see if I get this right. So you can go back and talk to yourself and give yourself a past self advice. Mm-hmm. But every time that you do, you have to kill a baby. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. That's that's tough. Because, yeah, it's fine if it's like Hitler. Right. But eventually you're going to run out of evil people if you want to keep giving yourself advice. If you want to be like, hey, man, now's a good time to get in on Dogecoin or now's a good time to get in on Bitcoin. Like, yeah. you, you there's, there's a, a ton of those that, you know, you got to. You're going to run out of evil, evil people. So, gosh, that's tough. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's, it's that, that's an uncomfortable one. Um, but Satan's notebook is the official hypothetical. The other hypothetical that would have been this week from the, the uh, impossible questions is, so like some of these are like both options. Like there, there's no dark side to it. Like, would you rather sleep a night in a quiet and cozy, but possibly haunted house or sleep in a bowling alley in the middle of a noisy tournament? Like that's. So that, that the option is, do I try and sleep in a possibly haunted house or do yeah. I not sleep? <laughs> so let's say it's a definitely haunted house. Whether or not you believe ghosts are real, they're not. Um, let's say the house is haunted. Do you stay in the haunted house or do you stay in the bowling? Or do you sleep in the bowling alley? Because if you're afraid of the haunted house, I can maybe make the bowling alley sound sweeter. Because what okay. if what if you just went when there's a noisy tournament going on? What if you just went to the bar and you had enough beers that you could pass out? It would help you get to sleep, maybe. That's fair. That that might be a cheat code. I don't know. Could be. It could be. That is fair. I'd probably still go haunted house. Yeah, as someone who has stayed in overnight in a haunted house, it ain't that bad. It's not that bad. Because ghosts aren't real. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I I will plant my flag on that hill, man. Uh, ghosts, not real. Um, but... But oh, oh, sorry, my uh, the the button was down. I like I hit the button and I'm like, it's not doing anything. That's the one. And then it started halfway through. So that was just a mess all the way around. But we're out of time for this week, buddy. That was a fun one. It was. It was us, a good time, bud. Send us your embarrassing sexual stories. iheartstamos at gmail.com. You'll get coupon codes. 
We'll read your story out. We're going to pick a winner. It's going to be great, culminating on Valentine's Day. We got a big prize for Valentine's Day for the winner. It's going to be fantastic. So send us those. Sign up for the newsletter, tn2mshows.com, for your chance to win Vet City Con tickets January and February. Yeah. That's all I had. Go fuck yourself, too. Whoa. I mean, fair. Yes, true. But whoa. <laughs> You're not wrong. So, uh, yeah. And until next time, if you want to join in the conversation, feel free. Hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. No parlor, no truth social, please. Only legitimate uh, social medias. Yeah, legitimate social media. As legitimate um, as social media gets. That's also true. So, until then, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. <coughs> Excuse me. We will be back next week. True. For all the new episode. 176th all, time. Oh, yeah. All new episode. All new bullshit. Oh, yeah. Ready to uh, come at you. We're coming for you. And we're coming hard. We're coming for you. Nope. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So, until then, thank you for being our friends with benefits. <laughs>